0: Hi everyone, so welcome back to the Future Podcast. I am back here today with Ryan. I hope you enjoyed the last episode. If you haven't seen that yet, make sure you go check it out. Um, it was about celebrating yourself and others on Valentine's Day and finding your purpose of just introducing you to the podcast. I know Valentine's Day has been, but it's important to celebrate yourself and others every single day, not just on Valentine's Day. So yeah, I hope you enjoyed it, um, and if you haven't watched it yet, please go watch it and check it out. Um, So yeah, so today I'm back with Ryan, um, popular demand, <laughs> um, and today we're first going to talk about growing your YouTube channel and how to get millions of views on YouTube, and then we're going to talk about setting 2021 goals, or goals for whenever and whatever. So yeah, I hope you enjoyed. enjoy. Let's get started. Okay, so let's get started on the YouTube section of this episode. So we're basically going to talk about how to start your YouTube channel and how to grow your YouTube channel. So today we have Ryan back with us. Ryan actually has a YouTube channel which has had millions of views. So I thought he is the best person to give us all advice on it. So, Ryan, tell us when you started your YouTube channel and what your YouTube channel is about.
1: I started it in, let's say, late 2018, and it's predominantly on boxing, so like tributes on fighters, famous fights, tournaments, just everything really generally about boxing.
0: Interesting. So, why did you start it? Like, what was... Why did you think one day? Okay, I'm gonna start a boxing channel.
1: Purely just for the passion for the sport, I'd say. Just in terms of like, it was predominantly my favourite fighter, Ray Jones, at a day, um, fight where he won the heavyweight title. He predominantly started off as a middleweight. He became the first fighter in 106 years since Bob Fitzsimmons. He become heavy, former middleweight and heavyweight champion. So that that's what it's. Certain scenario fascinated me with it and then it just went on from there and then made videos and the likes of Mike Tyson and, and like all my all my favorite fights like Bray Jones and then it just took off from there.
0: But was it more what came first, the YouTube channel idea or the boxing idea? Like did you say I really like boxing, I wanna make a YouTube channel on, on it, or did you think I wanna make a YouTube channel, what can I do around boxing?
1: came on boxing first, just to show a love for the sport. It's something I could sit there for hours and edit videos upon, not get bored. Really, it started that. i seen that sort of fight and the, the events, and I just thought I want to make my own take on that video. And that's where really, it kicked off.
0: Okay, so what advice would you give to people that are there saying that they want to make a YouTube channel? like do you think because I say like youtube has been around for a long time do you think it's worth making a youtube channel now or do you think they're too late and they should be making like a tiktok or like whatever it is like looking at other channels or do you think there's still a use in making a youtube channel
1: definitely a use if you've got a passion for something especially like some there's all types of different niches popping up all the time it, I don't care what people say, it's not oversaturated at all. If you're good and passionate about what you do, you will make quality content and that will resonate with a lot of people. They'll make a fan base quite quickly. So I don't want people being put off from that. It's just do something you you, you enjoy because at times when you're starting off and you're looking at your people will it's innate to look at the subscriber count and views. If you're doing something you're passionate about, you'll that'll you'll look overlook the views and subscribers and then Once you begin that type of quality content, all the statistics will start to come then.
0: Yeah. So, you know, you see on Instagram and you see on, you know, whatever it is, I think some people now maybe want to be social media influencers. And I think because you see the lifestyle of it, did you, like, being honest, like, did you set up your YouTube channel to make money? Or was it purely, like, not about that? Like you didn't even think that you could make money from YouTube.
1: It's like anything you see, you can monetize certain things. So that's both. Yeah, that does play its part. But once you're really starting off, you'd say I think the threshold's of thousand subscribers and four thousand watch timers. So you know off the bat that you're gonna have to put the hard work in. So the types of the uh, the monetary side of it that goes right out the window, and really in terms of making like a success. If you want people to make a success with the channels Just deal they the old it's You've got to have a passion for something first And then you just get stuck in As I said, I don't really look at like The money and the views and the subscribers I Just made because Simply because I was fascinated by the sport The type of fighters, the stories that Different stories I didn't feel like were getting told Like the videos were out there They were brilliant, So the, all the content creators But I didn't feel like there was a lot more A lot more to give you I looked at like the likes of USC channels and they, what they were covering about this sports, I didn't feel like that was going to cover the book so I just thought there was a bit of a um, gap in the market in that sense, as I say really to anyone, my general advice to people is just get started on it, just don't hesitate really, make a video or content on it, whatever you want, whatever you feel passionate about, whatever you feel like you've got knowledge about, don't feel like opposed to doing something like that, just get stuck in,
0: I think it's definitely true what you're saying about do it on something you're passionate about. I think that applies to a lot of things, whether it's a job, a YouTube channel, a hobby, a certain type of exercise or whatever it is. I think if you're passionate about something, then when it gets hard, you're going to push through it. I think if you're not passionate about something and you're doing it for, you know, not, I don't want to say not the right reasons, but like, say for example, if you I set up a YouTube channel on boxing. I'm not really interested in boxing, but I was doing it to make money. Like, I think as soon as it got hard or as soon as I wasn't reaching what subscribers I wanted, I would quit because I'm like, I'm not interested in it. I'm not making money. So I think it's definitely important to, you know, be passionate about it. And I think what you've said there about, you know, there was a kind of like a niche, kind of a gap in the market. I think that's definitely something that should like inspire and like, um you know, like trigger the creative side of people listening. Um because I think, you know, a lot of times we'll sit there and whatever it is, maybe it is, you know, things that you watch on YouTube, maybe it's, you know, there's so many gaps in different markets and different fields that like you could sit there, you know, maybe it's a business that you think would be really useful. And that's how a lot of businesses and organizations get started. There's a gap in the market and I think that if you have identified one, like whoever's listening definitely go for it like it's just a sign that you should be doing that um you know so I think that that's like a really good you know like push to start one um what how would, easy would you say that it is to start a YouTube channel
1: it's quite easy. It's it's dependent upon what you mean by that. Is it easy to get the views, the subscribers, or is it easy for like, the they Just to go, look, I want to find an idea and crack on with that.
0: So let's start, like, okay, let's start right at the beginning. So passion and idea. I think it's, in my experience, like, well, I have the podcast YouTube. That's my only YouTube channel. I think it's actually kind of easy to come up with the idea and the start of it, I think because it's coming from your passion or, you know, you when you're thinking of a YouTube channel, you sort of have something in mind, whether that be lifestyle, you know, movies, like whatever it is. Um, I think also the actual setting up of it is easy. Like, obviously, I had, you know, your advice on it. So that was really helpful because you kind of talked me through Um. I know we could do like another episode if people are interested on the actual like how you like kind of run your YouTube account kind of thing and doing the like creating content. But Ryan was really helpful in kind of talking me through the whole like um you know YouTube Studio and stuff. But the actual setting up a YouTube channel is easy in my experience. Um, I would say basically the steps are kind of like coming up with your idea coming up with a name and like a kind of like a not necessarily a logo like perhaps you know if it's just you you could use your name but if you're coming up with you you want to come with a brand you kind of need to start like with an idea with a name logo you know maybe a tagline um and I would even maybe say setting up a schedule like having some ideas of the videos you're going to be uploading also like and if like You know, I think don't set an unrealistic expectation for yourself, especially if you've got other things on, for example, a job or something. I think if you suddenly say you're going to be putting three videos up a week, you know, that might be manageable. But I think you've got to be realistic because at the end of the day, if you put out, like, a promise to, like, people watching your videos that there's going to be three videos a week and then you're not providing that, you know, you could risk losing your business um so yeah so that kind of side of it like actually setting up getting the idea actually physically setting up the youtube channel like would you say that it's easy or would you say like there's anything people should be aware of
1: yeah generally it's the main thing that i'd say people to be aware of copyright in terms of certain music within like the youtube library there's certain songs that you can use many genres the best of music as we found you sit there saving through for hours but you've got to be careful upon the copyright but in terms of generally setting up a youtube channel it's simplistic isn't it as you said there you're with your experience upon it just in in terms of like getting down to like videos really for what i want to do with like the type of content i create is tell a story because you want people to get might generally only work five to ten minutes long but it's getting enough value in not enough value in telling a story with what. So even it's, it's it's on a fight, it's motivational. You want to start off like really drawing if the viewer in with. I always start up with like a 10, 15 second clip of like a preview, just to get give the viewer like um, a general gist of what's going to come and then build it up on there. So what really it's you can get mostly all the clips you can download them make different clips of upon things and uh, put a montage together many things it's like it's dependent on what niche you're in if you're in like a podcast sure there, you've got to finding topics that people are interested on it's like the man just supplying supply and demand really
0: yeah no I definitely agree I also just want to say um you know before we move on to anything that I think um it kind of goes back to what we were talking about last week about not caring what people think about you I think like You know, um, I remember in school, you know, if someone set up a YouTube channel, sometimes there'd be a bit of, you know, um, just like, you know, being like, oh, look who set up a YouTube channel and kind of like making fun kind of thing. And I think that just don't be bothered if you get that. Like, I think a lot of the time that comes from jealousy. It comes from people being insecure and not knowing what they're doing. Maybe, you know, they really want to set one up and they don't have the confidence um but also you'll be surprised about how many people are supportive and I think because people have seen how people have made careers out of YouTube it's becoming more of a serious thing so it's more like oh you're setting up a YouTube channel okay that's cool like what's it going to be about and all that stuff so definitely don't worry about what people are going to think um and also don't worry about you know views or subscribers I think this applies to Instagram as well I think I think we probably will have another episode about this because I think social media um, and, you know, the positives and negatives of it is definitely something that needs to be discussed and looked at more because I think some people get so focused on likes and comments that it can really badly affect, you know, their self-esteem. So just don't worry about views, subscribers or anything, like especially in the beginning, just get it set up and do what you like you know don't even look at who's watching your videos at the end of the day if you like what you're putting out then just do it and I think people also really gravitate towards people who are authentic I think a lot of people can stress out who's authentic and who isn't and I think if you're staying true to who you are and you're putting out content that you know you really like want to and you're proud of then you know it will all work out um but Ryan, how long did it take you? Like how long would you say um, you had your YouTube like channel for until it started to grow and you started to see like the millions of views coming in? Because like, um, I don't know if you want to say the name of your channel, but it has had like millions of views, which is just like crazy because I've only ever seen that on like YouTubers I watch. So I remember when you told me and I saw, it was crazy. So um, well done, Ryan. But how long was it before you were seeing those kind of views?
1: I'd say realistically about a good year, year or so. I think the videos that did take off it was like a good year or so before they actually did start seeing like what people constitutes like real numbers on YouTube. It comes down to just being really patient with the content. Um, as you see, there good points of. I wouldn't really advise just trying to smash out as many videos as you can because that's where you will lose the love for it quite quickly. So, really, it's just about being patient and being level headed. Do it. Do it for something to be fun. Something to be fun, really. Something to pass the time. It should really be something that like you like a hobby in general. I'm going to make a YouTube video, I'm going to get in. Something you find fun. Something you find fun, passionate. And then you see the, the authenticity side of you. Say so with. What you're doing now in terms of the podcast it's very easy going to stuff like let's get, get as many videos podcast out as we can it's always having fun essentially i think that's the main that's the main thing i put across the view and yeah generally just don't care about what people think you do it really just do it for yourself do it for what you want to talk about what you want to pursue that's the main thing the main thing i'd say
0: and when did you start like making money off it like for people listening because I think maybe that's something you don't like. I only really know about that side of things because of Ryan and his experience. Um, maybe like just telling the listeners about like how that works, um, and like when you started to experience like making money from YouTube.
1: Yes, realistically, um, so probably the last six months. So you, there's like a threshold on YouTube. you have got to have a thousand watch hours, thousand subscribers, and four thousand watch hours. Then they'll do a review of your account, see if any of your, so big thing is you can't just upload, re-upload content because it's classed as like third party and you're be you re- uploading people's content. So really, if you do reuse other people's content, make sure you add like sufficient commentary or like educational value, that's the main thing that you will pull up on um so really that's where i started really incorporating narrating over videos that's where i started seeing the money side of it used to make like highlight videos and stuff and that really didn't meet the threshold and the guidelines so make sure you're adding your own if you are using other people's like stuff or like say for instance the stuff i use like a fight make sure you're putting your own spell like narrating over it adding like value to that and then so really if i'm being totally honest it's it's dependent upon what niche you are actually in you could say say, six months you could get the required demands from them and because you see for instance like what you're doing now podcast you, you, you pick up quite quickly depending on what sort of videos you're making you so they always say the guidelines is like the unwritten rule is a 10 minute video that's like really ad friendly making sure that you've got no swearing make sure that's Clean essentially, if you want to put it that way, and then what YouTube do, they sell the adverts off to Google, and then advertisements come in. So, you'll see a lot of um dependent upon what niche you're in. So, if people watch a lot of finance channels, you'll notice that, like, a lot of the things like the typical Ty Lopez sell you a million dollar dream and stuff, but it's dependent upon what it you are in. So, a lot of these sell, they will sell your ads off, and then you'll have to. Then YouTube, once you are monetized, will send you out like a little code, and you set up a Google AdSense account. and you'll add like your bank details, and that's how you'll get paid through that. So what they'll do is they'll normally make you they'll pay you know, on say twenty fifth of the of the month, and then you'll receive the money about another month later. So it can be a bit of a wait at times.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I think it's useful for people. You know, anyone listening who is looking to set one up. Um, I don't know if people would want this, like definitely let us know. But I think also an episode on passive income or just like income ideas in general might be interesting for people. Um definitely like um Ryan and I have been looking at that a lot recently, um in the new year. Um but yeah, in terms of growing your YouTube channel, obviously I don't really have a lot of experience on this. So I'm kind of you know, I'm learning from this as well, and I've learned a lot from Ryan. But when I've been doing my research, um the one thing that like I've read kind of a lot is consistency. That seems to come up as, you know, one of the best tips of how to grow your YouTube channel is just um, you know, making sure that, you know, you're uploading regularly. I can't even say the word, but you get what I mean. Like whatever you're you've promised, you know, you're keeping up with that. Um but yeah but just do you have any other tips of how people can grow their youtube channel to get you know millions of views
1: like a lot of engagement with your audience talking to you through the comments like i've good debates with people about certain like fights and now they've covered one within a video how certain three matchups would go and they can inspire ideas for certain uh, videos you'll just ask just really give what your um, audience wants initially probably just start off with your passion and about what you see as a gap in the market and then fill that and you'll get a lot more traction and then you'll build an audience from that but yeah just as i say just listen predominantly listen to your audience base biggest one is what you've just said there being consistent being a massive downfall in myself it uploading and then even for three to like three four or five months and then going back you'll lose that traction so just be basically sure you are having some sort of consistency. That is the main thing with YouTube.
0: Yeah, but I also think like, um, just coming off what you've said, I think, you know, that comes back to being realistic. I mean, you've, you know, been busy, like you're in final year of mm. university at the moment, you know, you've got like the, lots of things going on. So I think you can't be hard on yourself as well. You know, if you set up a YouTube channel and maybe, you know, it's not doing as well as you want or you haven't put as much content as you want you know as long as you're trying your best you know we keep saying it but it's so true like I think being hard on yourself should not be a thing you know you're doing your best so um and you know if you're able to recognize that you can just improve on it you know it's nothing to worry about um and maybe like you know if you do start a youtube channel and you know um your friends are starting one or whatever it is you know say if like anyone wants to you know collab or you know reach out to people who like for example on this podcast like it's been so fun to um you know just like talk to whatever you have Ryan on so far but like it's been so fun just to you know have people on for episodes and just kind of like talk to them and you know I've got like a few lines um, which is really exciting but it's just it's fun as well to have other people like on your channel and i think that's a really like fun thing and it's like you know say for example if you do one out of ideas you know get someone else on or if there's another YouTuber that you like reach out to and see if they want to do you know a joint thing and um, that seems to be really popular you know and um, even on tiktok like um youtube collabs kind of things um so, yeah, but that's our tips for YouTube, you know, let us know if you want any more kind of episodes on it, we could do a full episode um, on that or on, you know, setting up business or whatever it is, um, but I think we'll move on to... Um, you know setting goals I know it's you know not the first of January anymore so it might be you know a bit late but I think it's never too late to set goals um and also this doesn't have to be you know just for 2021 this can be you know for the week for the day for the month for the year for next year like whenever um okay so let's start off first with why it's important to set goals and um, for me personally I find it really helpful in keeping me focused. Um, you know, if you've got something to achieve, um, I think just having that plan and those goals that, you know, I set weekly goals and, you know, um goals to the design, it just keeps you focused working towards that. Um you know, whatever it is, whether you want to, whether it's getting into university, you know, if you set a goal for each test that you want to achieve a certain grade, it keeps you focused and keeps you progressing um, towards that. And I think it also just makes it more, um, like seem more achievable, really. I think for me personally, if I have, say you have a massive goal, let's use the university example, right, you have this massive goal of getting into university. It's a big thing, it's a hard thing, you know, and it can seem scary if you break that down into smaller goals. So, okay, you have to get your application done, you have to get a certain number of grades or whatever it is. Let's break that down into smaller goals. So, for example, you need an A in a certain subject. Okay, let's break that down again into you've got to get this certain grade in each test. Okay, so let's break that down further. You've got to do this number of hours. It just makes it seem you know smaller more achievable chunks and for me it makes it less scary and um, also I think just like having goals for me it can really help me through if I'm having a bad week in particular say for example if I have a goal for a day whatever it is and um, if I achieve that it gives you you know a little boost a little self-esteem boost it gives you a confidence boost um, and I think always 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 reward yourself if you achieve a goal and um, for me if I'm having a really bad day I can make my goal literally it's something so simple like okay you're gonna make your bed you are gonna have a shower you are gonna do this you're gonna do that I don't care if it's the smallest goal you know literally like getting out of bed if you are having a bad day that can be really difficult so I think you know whatever it is it can just really help put life in perspective and it can, make you feel really good if you achieve it and um, but also say for example if whatever it was if I was like right my goal today's exercise if I don't do that for whatever reason it is I'm not going to be hard on myself okay you tomorrow's another day you can do that and um, so definitely don't get you know too too concentrated on you know the goal um but yeah Ryan do you have any other advice on why it's important set
1: yeah it just gives you a clear direction within life see for instance like what you said there about school you can break these things down if you want to do predominantly like fitness and stuff you know the main thing you might want to get yourself in shape lose a certain amount of weight the main thing is to break that down and be clear where plan how many times a week you'd like to go certain muscle groups certain like Certain diets you might want to follow. certain there, uh, like workout, type of workout plans, like push pull legs. That seems to be like the most predominantly one I guess, like the most gains with people. You say setting goals. It's the main thing. It gives you some sort of clarity and direction within life to go after what you want. So like what we talk about there in terms of YouTube. It may be um a goal for someone to just help a certain number of people out. So, I suppose with us, it's, yeah, it be, if it can be someone's day, that could be a major goal of ours, it's just to produce good content, or, or the, if you want to look at like a, more on a macro scale, it's like again, the 1,000 subscribers, it's the 4,000 watch hours, you can look at that, how am I going to do that, well, it's, I'm going to create quality content that I'm happy with, You're gonna it helps you fall in love with doing the hard work, you know, look, I've if I wanna to get to this end goal, I've got to put a lot of dirty work in. The main thing is get getting the main thing is it's just not to be obsessed with the goal, it's to be obsessed with the actual work that you have to put in. Because that goal will become very easy to attain then. So I'd say really on the the split side of it, it's just it gives you a lot of discipline as well. That can resonate and transfer onto other things when you get older in life. And it's not like an idiot old man I yeah, suppose, <laughs> Yeah, it's like that. It just teaches a lot about yourself. It's you'll find you your set goals and certain things, and you'll find out what you like and what you don't like. but we I mean, think, yeah, it's a, it's it disciplines you to teach you about hard work.
0: Yeah, no, I definitely agree. I think one thing also, um, you know, when you were saying not to get like too focused on the goal, you know, enjoy the work towards it. I think, um, I think don't see the goal. goals should not be a chore or a to-do list I think sometimes it can become that and it's really not meant to be that it's meant to be something that's exciting and that you're passionate about Um. so yeah I think kind of like leading on from that our next bit of advice would be on how to even start like where do you start with coming up with goals and for me you know I said in the previous episode I'm kind of like a visual person for me when I'm writing down my goals um, I kind of will split it up into sections. So personal, you know, career-wise, um, you know, business-wise, you know, whatever it is, I'll split it into those. Um, you know, like if it's volunteering, charity, whatever it is, I kind of like I find it easy to just split it into, you know, sections of my life. Okay, what do I want to achieve? Um, And just kind of like literally writing anything that comes to mind. And I do it over a period of time as well because I think – as you get older, and like what whatever you know is going on in your life, your goals change. and um, so it's important to kind of keep revisiting that and seeing what's still important to you. Um, so yeah, my advice would be to again just sit down and kind of create a mind map of your goals. Um, you know, think about where you want to see yourself in a few months' time, in a few years' time. I think that really helps to think. Okay, I want to be this certain person. You know, well, what do I need to do to get to that point? I think that really helps. Um, Ryan, do you have any advice on how to go about even having a list of goals?
1: Yeah, just the yourself and people who have been there and done it in terms of, say, for instance, if you want to use, I use the fitness one as the main example. Just follow people on YouTube, your role models, like, you may look at, I want to make more money. So just immerse yourself really in people who have been there and done it and follow their steps. That, that can be the easiest thing because they'll offer out tons of free content that's really valuable. Because, for instance, people have been there in the same situation that you have in terms of you want to make money, fitness, or in terms of education. Just just look at, look at your life in general. What are you happy with? What are you not? what are you not happy with, where do you want to be, where do you want to go, be, be, um, be realistic with yourself, don't be afraid to be harsh on yourself, in terms of, not to be like, not to be like, like, really critical of yourself, but just sit down and think am I really going in the direction I want to go, and just try and um, navigate around how you can get to a certain like, goal or image of yourself, or certain you want to be in a certain you want to have the same perspective on, on a thing in terms of like you say data in terms of finance and stuff everyone's dream to be for loads of money so where can you start with the best with the best apps what have you got around you what resources have you got around you so say for instance you might have certain family members or certain people that you know that that can mentor you to get to a certain level where you want to be. So the main one just follow people on YouTube really. And biggest thing as I said like what I really echoed on the last podcast is I think really what's lost in today's age just reading books is going massively out the window. The the are ten pounds worth of in um, literature, codes, millions and millions of pounds worth of knowledge. So really I think it's just just find something you are passionate within and just go for it steam just educate yourself on it and then just before, just be patient and follow the steps that are required to get where you need to go.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree. I think definitely we want to make it clear about the whole being critical on yourself. Definitely, I think a lot of coming up with goals is a lot of self reflection. I think that's really, really important. But definitely don't, because I've experienced this myself where you know you kind of look at where you are and you think, I'm not, you know. I'm not where this person is or I'm not where I thought I would be at this age or I haven't got this, I haven't got that. This is a point of making your goals, okay? Like, you, it should give you a bit of reassurance. Like, I haven't got this right now, but okay, I'm going to get this because this is one of my goals and I'm going to work towards it and I'm not going to feel like this in the future because I'm going to have it. And you also shouldn't feel, you know, bad about yourself anyway because think about you a few years ago. They'd be like, oh, I wish I'd achieved that. Oh, well, you've achieved it, you know? So um, yeah, it should be something really exciting. Um, so yeah, I think the next step once you've, you know, you've thought about what your goals are, you've written them down or whatever it is. I also think um it's really useful to have them up somewhere so you can see them and they're constantly on your mind. Um, you know, you're visualizing them. I think it just helps you to stay focused, you know, when you get up in the morning and you see your goals. Okay, I'm going to work on these today. Um, and it just keep keeps everything in perspective when you have them, you know, to see. And um, I think the next step then is, you know, okay, well, how are we going to achieve them and time frame? For me, the biggest thing that I've learned, um, you know, this year making my goals is you have to break them down into smaller chunks. So, for example, I think it's quite a common New Year's resolution is, um, you know, for people to exercise more. I think, like, I've heard that a lot from family and friends. That seems to be the most common one you hear on New Year's. And, you know, I've had that in the past. But if I put that down as a goal, let's be honest, I'm not doing it really, am I? So I have to make it down into a smaller goal because if I just put exercise more, what does that mean what exercise am I doing what does more mean how many times am I doing it how many times do I want to what are my goals is it to get more tones is it to you know be able to do this exercise that exercise what is it and so you have to be kind of specific so for me instead of putting exercise I said okay I want to exercise you know do workouts on these days and for an hour and I want to do this you know this muscle group on this day like super specific and I also think um it's really useful to have common goals with friends or family or whoever it is or just have people to help you do your goals so for example um Ryan and I will do FaceTime workout. so I find that really helpful because I'll be honest if someone doesn't tell me to go into exercise I will not do it. I will continue to watch Netflix on my bed <laughs> I will choose Netflix over a workout any day um That is not advice by the way. Like, do not do that. Exercise is very important, but I found that by like having someone there, like, and kind of like to keep me accountable and just like to do it with me, and also it's like a catch up time on Facetime. Like, I would do it because for me, like, if I have someone doing it with me, I will actually go and do it. You know, because it's more fun than me just doing it on my own. So that's definitely like a really good idea if you have someone that can share and your goals or just help you. But yeah, it's you've got to break it down into smaller chunks. So for me, I have a page on each of my goals and what are the steps within that. Um in terms of time frame, I would say it's dependent on the goal. I think, for example, a lot of like career goals for me, they're not gonna be done in a week. You know, that's not possible. I think you have to be really realistic with it. Um I don't think you should do like a math like, you know, I wouldn't put ten years of goal I think, you know, because I think realistically, you put ten, in 10 years, I'm going to be able to do this. You might not work on it as much as, you know, you should be. But I think, um, you know, it's all dependent. So, for example, um, you know, say for example, if you want to exercise more, like by doing two workouts a week or whatever, okay, well, I'm going to start doing that now. And I want to have continued to do that every single week by this date you know and you've got to like and set yourself a treat for that date okay well if I continue to do this every single day for that week on Saturday I'm going to be able to do that keep rewarding yourself because you know in your head then you're getting like a reward every single time you're doing it it becomes a good thing it becomes something you look forward to so in terms of time frames my advice would be um you know, it's not going to be the same time frame for every goal. I think be realistic, um, in terms of that. Um, Ryan, would you have any advice on time frames or kind of going about getting your goals started?
1: Yeah, just be a shade more or less be realistic of your own current personal situation. So, for instance, getting started upon like making a youtube video you can do one a week and then get the feel of it or if you want to do fitness do it's simply just go for a walk and then you can become the more you, you get immersed in it immersed within it you start to enjoy it you can start to get more specific as like you say the on muscle group do, every video can to make it on you start getting you can just educating yourself more more upon it So there just being realistic and just don't be don't be critical on yourself you give yourself some. You need to be accountable because if you want to get somewhere, you can't really have the attitude of doing things. You can't you need to give things hundred percent, really? But you can't. You need to give things hundred percent. You need to be, of course, you need to be accountable. But don't be like very pressured. Don't be feeling pressured into doing it all the time because you won't. You won't put in your best work. So, really, for me, it will be quality over quantity. But just be realistic and on your personal situation. What like, what can you do? What you enjoy? Just get a feel of it first, and then be patient and allow your allow that to grow. Allow that. Allow yourself to adapt to a new thing. Because then, once once you incorporate that with, within your lifestyle, that'll be a thing that you'll innately go. It won't be seeing the short You don't want to be seeing doing exercise or doing making a YouTube video, following a hobby. Or whatever you you, you are interested within, you don't want to be seeing that as a negative. Because if you see it as a negative, you may as well do that now. For me some you've got to be you can't be critical of because there's gonna be some days where you don't wanna do it. But sometimes you may for me when I do like there's plenty of days with lockdown or you can't really go to gyms and do exercise but sometimes when I do do like a workout you see there when we do it over a freestyle, It's like the best thing for me, you've got like a new lease of life. It's just getting out of these negative mind traps, I, I like to call them, and just you know, having consistency with things. Or on, on the same, average, you don't want to be too critical of yourself. Allow yourself days off. So do things, do things that really fit around you. Do things that you're, you love. It's the me. It's the same, like the same advice really. What we can give on um, many topics. It's just make sure that you enjoy it. Make sure that it's not too strenuous, and at the end of the day, something that you're really gonna put one hundred and ten percent within.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree. I think um, it really just like reaffirms that point of it. Don't let it become like a chore in your mind, because then you're not gonna want to do it, or you know a to do. You know something on your to-do list. I found that like um. You know, if it is becoming that, reevaluate that goal. So for example, if working out is becoming something that you're not looking forward to, which you know, let's be honest, in days, you know, you might not want to go for a run in the rain. You know, you just want to stay in a nice warmth. Um re-look back at your goals and say, Okay, well, if I'm not enjoying this aspect of it, let's change it. So for example, I remember one day when we were meant to be working out over FaceTime. I said, "I really don't want to do an album workout today." It's been one of those days I just don't want to do it. So instead of not doing it, I changed it to Let's do yoga. So it's more, you know, it's all about adapting, um, and just reevaluating your goal. And I think when you get into those things of "I don't want to do it," like you know, all that stuff, reevaluate. Well, why? you set that goal in the first place you know who is it that you want to be or what is it that you want to improve or where is it that you want your life to be or what future are you creating you know think of those things and I have you know we could do another episode there's so many episodes we could do things on but you know I have like um vision boards and you know dream boards whatever you want to call them to do with my goals and it's really helpful to say for example a holiday if you're saving up for a holiday having pictures of wherever you want to go you're like no i'm doing this because i want to go there and i'm going to be thanking myself you know my past self when i'm there for you know carrying on so i think it's really important to just remind yourself why you're doing something Um and just adapting things you know if things aren't going well just adapting the goal changing it slightly Um, i think that's really important and um, i would say definitely when you're going to achieve your goals put it into your um you know plan for the week I think it's really important that it becomes just part of your routine I found this the most with skincare skincare was one of my big things I think you know in lockdown (laughs) it's one of the things I can just like pass the time you know, do skincare um and obviously it's really important to take care of your skin but I found that you know when it's like time bedtime i just want to go to bed i don't want to you know be spending time you know doing my skincare um and i found that by seeing it as something extra i had to do in the evening i wasn't doing it whereas adding it into my weekly routine it's part of your routine you automatically go to do it it's like brushing your teeth right you don't see you know brushing your teeth is just something automatically you do it's part of your routine you don't see it as like something on your to-do list to tick off Goals and what you're doing to achieve those goals should come routine, and they should become the same part of that. So, you don't even think about it, you know, you're just going and doing it. Um, so I think that's really important. Anything else do you want to say on setting goals?
1: Yeah, see, really, what you've just the whole day upon viewing how you would feel, say, like a year down the line, use that as real motivation, use that as like. I think it really comes back to about reflecting upon yourself like are you happy in the situation you are currently in to be realistic do you know within you, yourself that you've got more you got more to give you, you know that your purpose really what we touched upon last time really comes down to your purpose that's where it start on finding something you enjoy that's that's your main goal that's you your purpose in. and then you need to like a clear out. Just using that your tribe and force and life, and that'll be that'll be the main thing that you'll just lock to all the time. You'll be obsessed with. You want to be obsessed with like all that day, like all that groundwork. You know? And at the end of the day, come down that year, you'll have the next goal to tackle. That's the way I think human we are built. So let's say that be realistic. Absolutely, be real critical yourself. Uh, in terms of self reflecting don't be, don't put too much pressure on that goal. Don't think it's not attainable because at the end of the day, there's just being people, the people, the same people who are teaching you on YouTube have been in the same situation that you've been within. It's just that deeper years of experience upon you. So allow, it, give yourself, put yourself some slack in terms of. I know a lot of people go like, I can't get in the certain shape, but I can't attain this. Um. I haven't got certain circumstances, or I haven't got these certain like facilities and stuff. It's the main thing is adapting. Every person different. Every person's got um, advantages. What the people with disadvantages, disadvantages don't don't allow excuses to build. Don't allow excuses to build up because uh, what I'm going to touch upon there is just being like I haven't got the same equipment. Well, what can you do? What can I adapt? Can I go for the a can I do like a body workout, can I do like a different, really just, don't put too much pressure on, just go on like YouTube and just have a, a quick search on like workouts without weights or workouts without thingy, don't get too comfortable with doing a certain thing, I know because a lot of my friends are echoed now, because uh, we're not going to the gym, I don't want to train, well really, what were you really doing that goal for, Was just you could go there and do a half, 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 half to so say, really what you want to do. What you wanna do is fall in love with that process is one of the main thing I'll echo. Fall in love with wanting to fulfil that goal, do that workout, read that book, really follow follow that plan that you you will put in place for yourself.
0: Just to apologize for my <laughs> language there. Um, but yeah, no, I definitely agree. I think just one last thing to say on it is create goals with other people. I think it can become like a really good bonding experience. And it's just really fun as well. Like I remember at university, I had goals with my friends to do certain things. You know, if you're in a relationship, whatever, I think it brings you closer together and gets you excited about the future. Um, And yeah, I think it's just like a really, you know, I think it's such a positive thing to do with other people, whether it be your colleagues or it be your family, or friends, or your partner, or your children, whatever it is. I think it's such a positive thing for relationships, um, you know, just achieving something together. I think it's a really positive experience, and yeah, it gets you excited about your future, um, and all those really good stuff, so yeah, I hope, like, it helps people, you know, if anyone's struggling with coming up with goals, or how to get started, um and if someone was thinking of starting of a youtube channel please go for it and um, i hope our advice has helped you as well um but yeah if there's any episodes that people want in particular any you know anything you want to talk about or whatever it is you know just let us know um we do have some exciting episodes coming up about um travel and um, dating and um, you know all exciting things and a lot of exciting guests as also I'm really excited for that but yeah thank you so much for listening this was living and Ryan's how to get millions of views on YouTube and setting your goals for 2021 or whatever it is that you want but yeah I hope you're having a good night or a good day and um, make sure you're looking after yourselves so yeah thank you for listening bye